Welcome to the process of progress, an ongoing conversation between two friends and sometimes other creators about removing resistance, moving forward, and manifesting your desired reality. If you've ever been at a loss with these frequently touted higher concepts, you're not alone. We're figuring it out too. Please join us for our bi-weekly check-ins where we test out some real-life applications, review our blunders and successes, and keep our faith in the, the process, process of, of progress. progress. Hello, everyone. Today we're talking about perfectionism. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy word there. Heavy, heavy, heavy word for sure. I feel like it comes with a lot of um, baggage. A lot of feels. <laughs> People can get real in their brains and in their feels when they hear that word, <laughs> perfectionism. Well, before we dive into yeah. that ocean, yeah, what did you work on this week? This week, so I just brought on an assistant manager at the studio, mm. at my yoga studio, and I'm bringing on an assistant designer as well. Really? Yeah. And um, I am... I've noticed that I have I have this like personal struggle between relating to them in like a personal way and just like connecting with them just like on a human to human basis and then also um in a professional way where I'm like I want to be your boss and there's boundaries here and to figure hmm. out like that balance and so it was it's been something that's like i've i've just kind of been struggling with because obviously i want to create an environment that is productive and people know what they need to be doing but then there's also the part of me that's like well i also want to connect with you on like a personal friend level and i'm like yeah. struggling with what that what that looks like and what that what that feels like so hmm. it's been kind of on my mind a lot. That is interesting. I really wonder if there's some sort of definitive like alpha energy that kicks in that kind of just automatically changes the dynamic. Mm. If that makes sense at all, because I, I do remember listening to a psychologist talk on how hierarchy is pretty much in the oldest part of our brain mm. and how it really can't be helped in humans I think some it, basically proving that it was not some construct of humans that we created hierarchy it's pretty much very innate in us which I thought was really interesting yeah and I guess my thought was like huh I wonder if there's just some sort of like energy that takes over and interferes with that and gets in the way and you're probably right there probably is a balance to be found with it yeah so. I've, I have a lot of thoughts on what it could be but at the moment, I'm more curious to hear about what you worked on this week. Well, it was Thanksgiving week, so I worked on oh, yeah. a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> worked on a lot of food, uh, branch, branched out, and made liver pate. Whoa. Yeah. How was that? Right. It was actually really good. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I like this a lot, surprisingly. So, and I made a lot of pie, which is always creative for me. I love baking. And it has taken me a long time to master pie. Mm -hmm. 
Not so easy. So I got to flex, flex my pie. Yeah, whoever said easy as pie was being <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and so I got to flex my pie skills. Mm-hmm. And I also, oh, I'm really excited about this. Um, this isn't so much working on a creative project, but setting myself up to work on a creative project. Mm-hmm. I got neon chalk that glows under a black light. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. What is that yeah, for? I am going to be doing a mushroom series because I love mushrooms and I think they're fascinating. And so, so yeah, I get to... Magic mushrooms or just like regular mushrooms? I mean, we're talking about neon glow-in-the-dark <laughs> chalk, yeah. so you got to specify what kind of mushrooms you're talking about here. Uh, any kind of mushroom I feel like drawing. <laughs> so, um, well, first off, I'd like to establish that although magic mushrooms can be eaten and then you could go to a rave i think that'd be a terrible idea just think you'd really not have a good time but hey uh there are bioluminescent mushrooms that grow in nature that do not give you a weird trippy <laughs> trippy this psychedelic this is true psychedelic blast off and while i'm sure most people who look at them will associate them with uh tripping which i'm fine with mm-hmm. it's more an inspiration on just nature and how fucking cool it is Mm. and how it will just really surprise you and i've actually always had a fascination with mushrooms ever since high school um i just think they're wonderful organisms and i just think it's so weird that they came before plants or animals that is weird i didn't know that yeah um they've actually found evidence that they once dominated the entire planet because they're not plants. They're not mm-hmm. animals. They're their own kingdom. And at one point on planet Earth, they speculate that everything was a fungi. Wow. And it's just, yeah. And so they're like ancient. And I just think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're still around. And yeah. So going to be doing a mushroom mushroom series. And I'm really excited about it because I get to work with chalk and I get to work with a black light. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Have I ever told you my mushroom joke? No. <laughs> so a mushroom walks into a bar and the bartender and the bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't we don't serve your kind here. And the mushroom <gasps> says, Why? I'm a fun guy. <laughs> I love that so much. I hope everyone else out there loved it too. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so happy. Oh, that's going to be the header for the series. <laughs> so what is this series about? Um, I mean, really, it's more just like kind of... Okay, wait, this might be a good segue into what our topic is. Um, because I don't want to narrow it down too much. Because you don't want to start off with the entire thing like really solidified. It's more of a curiosity project to mm. uh, start... I've never worked... I, I have discovered my work looks really good in chalk. Mm -hmm. And then moving on from there, I have, I've always had like a fascination with really radical colors and I don't know, I guess I've always been too chicken to really try them out. Mm. And so I was like, you know what? Uh, Let's, let's get some neon colors and let's, what could we make with neon colors? And I was like, wow, it's like mushrooms are cool. And I think that'd be easy to experiment with on like a black background and to um, like explore. I really love drawing organic forms. Mm -hmm. And so just to explore organic forms using very inorganic looking 
mm-hmm. uh, medium, I think will be interesting. But I don't think it's anything about. I don't think it's about anything specific. I. It's really just a curiosity to see what it's going to look like. I love that. Yeah, I love um, that because yeah. yeah, because sometimes that's where our best work really comes from, right? Like when you're just like excited about something, you're like, I just want to explore this. And there's no real yes. like purpose behind it. There's nothing really like, you know, propelling it beyond like, I just feel like doing this because I think this would be really fun. Yeah. Just, yeah. Doing it for the sake of doing it mm-hmm. and doing it because you enjoy it and yeah. not worrying so much about. I don't know, not worrying so much about it having a purpose. Yeah. Um, which I thought might be a good segue into talking about perfectionism. Yeah. Because I think we start off our projects expecting them to be perfect, and that's kind of an ass-backwards way to go about It's like the fastest way to kill creativity. Completely. Like when you have yeah. – <laughs> this is kind of kind of – it's related, but it's also not related. But I have been approaching all of my – physical activities like any sort of yoga or running or I just went to my I just went to two spin classes first spin classes I've ever been to with my my friend and um I've been going into them with this mentality of like because I've just been so physically exhausted lately and I've been going into it with this mentality of I'm just gonna do my best I'm gonna take it easy and Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna I'm just going to do whatever I can do. And when I go into it with that level of expectation, I always end up perf- like physically performing beyond what I n- normally do when I'm like, oh, I'm going to kill it today. I'm going to like really push myself. I always end up surpassing those days when I'm when I step into it with that like, I'm just going to take it easy because and really? I think it, yeah, it's like it's almost like I'm lowering the expectation and i'm i'm not anticipating myself to reach anything particularly so it just like i don't know like it's it there's like a more of a natural progression into into getting to a point where i'm like oh i can really physically push myself and i feel like that 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 also really happens like when you take down when you take off the pressure of anything right when you take off the pressure of like this has to be a certain way or i'm taking off the expectation of this has to be a certain way then it just it just unfolds in the time that it needs to in the form that it needs to in the way that it needs to and it's so much more enjoyable in the process too Amen to that. It sounds related to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am quite curious. Um what if you have any thoughts on why we do that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I've I've thought about like expectation in general and mm-hmm. how we put expectations on ourselves and on other people and our relationships and how we do that. I almost think that we do it out of like a need to control things Mm -hmm. or like there's like a certain level of wanting to, to be somewhere where we're not and controlling Mm -hmm. the outcome of a situation or controlling the interaction of two people in a situation or um, just not being satisfied with what is right now or what, 
yeah, I, th- I think that that's really it. It's like not being satisfied with, um, with, with the potential for anything to happen mm-hmm. and also not being satisfied with doing the potential to, for it to be less than what we want. Does that make sense? It does. It does. I'm briefly reminded of the song from the Princess Frog when she talks about what you want versus what you need. Yes. How how they are uh, not the same a lot of the times because what we think we want is not at all what will make us happy nor what we need. Yeah. It's like we don't know best. We There's a lot of trust involved. And I don't think we like that for some stupid reason. I it's like, I don't know. Anytime that I've actually let go of that and I have trusted, it's always worked out great. Always, always. Like, like you know? more. It's always more. Like, there's so much more synchronicity that just happens. There's so much more, just like, just general, general good feelings because there's less stress attached to it. Like less anxiety for yeah. it to like meet a certain expectation or level of perfection you know whatever that happens to be but Mm -hmm. um yeah and I think that that trust and like what you're what you're talking about with this project like it comes from like a a deeper level within your subconscious because Mm. I think that it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of ego and it's a lot of um for me at least, it's like intellectualizing a situation without and not allowing myself to just feel through it and just trust my instincts almost. Because mm-hmm. like your project, you're like, I I just want to do this because I think it would be fun and it feels good to do it. There's no other right. real purpose behind it, right? Right. And And I think when we approach it where, you know, there's – a lot of specifics and a lot of detail and levels to 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 meet and and hit then i think that's where it gets really con- like i said controlled and yeah. stressful and you know i think there's a there's a balance of all of that right like there's there's always it's always important to have certain levels of expectation and standards right. and um and goals, but there's a balance. Well, I think, I think too, uh, you really, you just, God, it's, you really kind of tragically close yourself off to the possibilities of, of what things could be or what things could look like. Because mm-hmm. I think really at the end of the day, you're just you and your little brain. And I think when you open up yourself to other possibilities, I'm a firm believer in the collective consciousness of humanity and that we all kind of contribute to this big inspirational pool where you can pull just about any kind of information that you want. Mm -hmm. And, but you have to be open and willing to download that. And you really have to let go of like what you think needs to happen in order to access that. Yeah. Um, there's just this whole network that's really available to you, I think, if if you are willing to just open up, let go. And it's like, I don't know, it's almost like kind of like doing a search on Google. Mm-hmm. It's like you have your question, 
um, and you kind of know what information you're you're going after, but it's like you don't really shut down the possibility of the searches that Google gives you. Like a lot of times it's like pulls up like this, 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 and this. And then you're like, oh, oh, that's related to that. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. And then that will lead you to maybe even a better answer than the question you were initially seeking. Right. That's true. Or sometimes you could go down a rabbit hole of something that is entirely unrelated to your original question. <laughs> Correct. And the next thing you know, you're just like, why am I like invest? I, I don't know. My re- most recent dive was like investigating like geisha culture in Japan. And I was mm-hmm. like, how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, to be completely fair, like I'm sure that that will serve you. That information will serve you like at another point in time. <laughs> but this is what I'm I saying. So. Like there's there's that balance of like – of, I mean, I definitely consider myself like a go-getter, definitely a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Like I up, up top, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I have a lot of things that I'm striving for all the time, and I have my levels of standards and everything. And it's very, very hard for me to let go and kind of trust the process, especially when it comes Mm. to, you know, things that I really, really care about, which are usually like my creative projects. So like, what is that balance, right? Like, is there, have you had experience Mm. in this where like, like say you start this project and you get to a moment where, you know, you find yourself kind of being overly controlling about what, what it, it looks like and how you're how you're creating these mushrooms and Mm. and that could serve to be beneficial or it could serve to be detrimental you know like what is the Mm -hmm. balance between between striving for something to end up a certain way and also just kind of letting it unfold naturally Oh God! Um, <laughs> what are your thoughts, Cease? <laughs> well, uh, you know, without getting too far gone, I can say with all of me, with all my heart, that that has been the number one lesson in building a tiny house for me. <laughs> yeah, across the board, exactly what you just said. <laughs> exactly what you just said it has been this monster of a lesson and it has beaten me over the head for two and a half no wait it, by the time it's done it will be about two and a half years but right now we're at the like year and eight month mark mm-hmm. and I mean it's just been exactly what you said that lesson that question nonstop. yeah and um and I guess that's why to to get to the point of like doing a project with mushrooms, which, you know, I'm so grateful, but it's like literally it's like, well, what, what's your, where do you want to go with it? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna, you're just gonna, I'm just gonna play along and see where it goes. But it's like my ability to do that was virtually non-existent a year and a half ago when I started a tiny house. Yes. And, and, and here's, okay. It's like, here's the thing about building any construction project, listen up folks in case you're (laughs) wanting to build a house or a tiny house of any sort is that I had zero experience with construction Mm -hmm. and it's like, now I'm an illustrator. 
And so it's like now if I make a mistake on illustration, it's like I can I can fuss and I can nitpick and the lesson with doing illustration, which to some degree I felt like I had already learned, was like it's never going to be perfect. At some point you have to let it go. Mm-hmm. You have to move on to the next thing. You you can't choke your – you can't force your creation to be perfect. It just won't happen. Right. Um, but there's still that command Z button. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can un- you can undo. Oh my god! And but you can't do in regular life, right? <laughs> no, except God. And there's like an eraser, or like there's ways that you can like there there you can backtrack mm-hmm. when it comes to illustration. You can backtrack when it comes to design. Um, and you just have to learn when enough is enough and to let that go. And with a house. And building shit like a wall, it's like, it's like you, you measure and you remeasure and you spend like all this hour, all these hours on the front end and you you just bust your ass and you know, it's going to be perfect and you put it all together. And then for no reason at all that you literally cannot go back and figure out and it's too late because you've spent all this labor, like physically creating something like a wall. It's just off. It's not square. <laughs> There's a fourth of an inch gap. Yeah. There's an inch gap. It's just for no reason, mm-hmm. for no reason. And you're just looking at it going, but why? What did I not do? Yeah. What What could I have, what could I have done better? Oh my and God. And the answer, the answer seriously is nothing. Yeah. Because you're human and you will make errors and you just have to accept it. And it's so physically labor intensive. It's like it's never worth it to go back and fix it. Instead, what you have to do is come up with a creative solution (laughs) to hide it or make it look good. Cease, I feel like you're just describing the human experience. Like, <laughs> like we go through our lives and we're like doing our best and we're like, man, this is ex- this is like how it's going to work out. And I see it and I feel it and I'm doing it. And then you fuck up somehow and you're like, wait, but what happened? Wait, what did I just do? How did that come out of nowhere? And then you're like, well, I can either – I mean, in most in most human experiences, you cannot go back, right? Apologies mm-hmm. are, are not going back. Like, mm-hmm. forgiveness is not going back. Like, it's it's a way to creatively solve whatever problem, whatever whatever <laughs> thing came up, and in order to like just try to do better in the future. So, like, yep. in regard again, in regards to this idea of this ultimate this ultimate perfect perfect creation or experience or whatever like what's what's our what's our advice to ourselves because i mean cuz i i mean i have that all the time right where like even even backtracking to like what i was talking about earlier with my my two new employees like i want to have this this perfect like easy fluid relationship that goes between like being their boss and like giving them their tasks and paying them and also being able to be like friendly and like on a friendship equal level with them and I'm like what does that what does that look like and there's a big part of me that's like well you're probably gonna just have to let go of of wanting to make like like wanting that to be as as easy as you think it's going to be because 
as you said, like hierarchy is, is a natural part of the human experience. It's like natural yeah. in our brains and it's going to have to be more than one than the other. Anyways, it's not going to be perfectly balanced. So is it just that like we have to kind of, ex- is there just a level of acceptance, like just kind of yeah, like, like acceptance it, versus like having a standard. Yeah, which almost makes like personally that makes me feel like I'm I'm lowering I'm lowering my expectations mm. or I'm lowering my standards, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I don't necessarily want that because I want to constantly strive for the best in every scenario and every creation and everything. So again, like what do we what do I, we do? <laughs> Oh, you know, I, I, okay, well, I had two thoughts when listening to you. Uh, the first one was um, something that I think can apply to real life, which is that there is, so part of my perfectionism with the house came from not having context for what was okay. Mm. So I, I had no idea what was an okay margin of error for the house to still look good, function fine, and keep me safe and warm. Right. And so it's like I pushed for these standards that probably actually ended up not being necessary because I had no context. Right. And it's like having built the house, I've learned more context. Now that's the hard way to go about it. Um, and it's like in gaining context, I, I have learned – what I can let go of and what is just sort of grasping for control versus like having, having an, having an expectation like we're talking Mm -hmm. about. But the other thing is I think maybe we put expectation on the wrong thing Mm. because as you were talking, I was like, well, I think that, there should be more of an expectation maybe that you'll have a good time, that the relationship will be easy, that you'll create something beautiful mm. and comfortable. And the expectation is that you will help people. Right. Um, that it's like you have high expectations for those things. And those are more, I think, emotionally based and not necessarily physically based Mm -hmm. and so then the physical manifestation of those emotional expectations might have more wiggle room that yeah sorry that was my thought i i think that that makes a lot of sense because even you know tying it into your magic mushroom project (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um like you're doing it also on the expectation of it just is going to feel good. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the only thing. That's the only thing driving you to want to do this is that the expectation mm-hmm. is that it's going to feel good. You're doing it so that you're making yourself feel good. So maybe that mm-hmm. that's, maybe that's it. It's like, it's not placing a standard on the, the way something has to be done or the steps that needs to, that need to be taken but instead placing the expectation on the feeling of the outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I like that. That would be my- – yeah. I like that too. <laughs> Yay. Hmm. <laughs> because at the end of the day, like, why are we doing anything? Like, why are we creating anything? 
you know? Yeah. And God, man, that's a deep question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's a, there's a lot. There's a lot to that. What's the point of life? <laughs> so yeah, um, letting go of expectation while in the process of developing something and instead focusing, it's not even, it's not even having an expectation, but just like focusing on the goal of how the outcome feels. Yeah. 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 I think that's it. Hmm. I think that's it. And yeah, because like with your, uh, assistant managers, you maybe could put an expectation of ease and comfort and productivity Mm -hmm. and accomplishment Mm -hmm. and more vague feelings and focus on those and not worry about the nitty gritty of what that's going to look like. Yeah. And just letting that happen naturally and trusting in whatever that's going to look like. Cause I trust them, you know, like I hired them because I trust them. So (laughs) as long as I can count on that, then the process is going to be, um, it's going to unfold well if the feelings are, the, the feeling expectations are there. Well, and I mean, I think what we just talked about is a great example. Mm-hmm. I mean, we generally freeform these podcasts. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that didn't know, we 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 lightly, lightly. No, we don't plan. We don't plan these at all. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> we half plan it. Yeah, we half plan. Uh, none of yeah. No. Believe it or not, folks, none of this is scripted. (laughs) Everyone just took a big gasp, like, what? (laughs) Um, And yeah, I had I had no expectation on where this was going. I just was like, well, I was like, I know it'll I know it'll be good. Like Mm -hmm. my expectation was I know it'll be good and fun. Yeah. We always have such great conversations. Like that was literally my only expectation. Yes. Look at us go. Yeah, and it and it's so enjoyable. It's so it much is. fun. And we've it is. And we we've made like I'm watching my record bar go by. We've made lots of beautiful content. Yeah, we have. Way to go us. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Do oh, we feel goodness. like that that is that is yeah. that is our resolution? Yeah. Awesome. Yes. It cool. amazes me how these always come to kind of their own natural clothes. Yeah. So kind of cool it is cool uh and we loosely talked about half planned before this episode uh talking about it was thanksgiving so Mm -hmm. just kind of like hey what did you what was a memorable thing that happened for you why don't you go first Mm, okay um hmm hmm well, this was memorable. <laughs> I don't know if it was enjoyable, but it was memorable. Um, so the my parents have this new apartment. Mm-hmm. They sold their house, new apartment. Great, great move for them. They're super happy. And they get this big, beautiful kitchen, and their oven cooks about 25 to 50 degrees colder than what it says in the thermostat. Oh, so. wow. That's a big difference. 
Yeah. So this girl does the turkey every year. I've done the turkey for five or six years now. Mm -hmm. I've never had it mess up once. It's always been amazing. And this was the first year that it like came out of the oven. There was barely enough breast meat to like shave off for everybody to eat. And the rest of the bird was completely undone. And I was like, wow. No. Which I would have known had we had an oven-safe thermometer, but I was at my parents' house, and they just don't have one, Mm -hmm. um, and I forgot to bring mine. So that was for anyone who is out there. I I do use that. I want you to know. (laughs) Um, And the – yeah, and so it was like, okay, well. So we shaved off just enough meat for everybody. We ended up cutting the bird into pieces, and – uh, it was basically all raw, and so I threw it in a a spare tin foil, covered it with tin foil, put some broth in there, and I braised it for like four hours. Wow! So everybody ate normal Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> to get that bird to cook without drying out because we had already cut into it. So it was fun times. Ingenious, ingenious. And it all worked out. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that was, isn't that, that so memory. great? You have an expectation that it's going to be something and then you end up turning it into something else. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure it was gummit, delicious. Yep, and by gummit, I would not have been able to handle that nearly as gracefully if I had not built a house for a year and a half. So, there you go. Oh, that's a whole, that's a whole other podcast too, is like taking uh-huh. the lessons that we've learned from other creations uh-huh. and like actively applying them and like patting ourselves on the back and being like, oh, yes, I can handle this so much better because of that one experience. <laughs> uh-huh. So true. All right, girly, your turn. So my most memorable experience was we – okay, so – my mom and our family friend Ron and I went to visit some other family friends in Crestwood, New York, and um, we took the train up there. And it's an it, they're an older gay couple, and they're super super fun. We've known them for a very long time, and we end up whenever we go up there, we end up just like sitting around the table eating a lot and like watching TV and stuff, and just like laughing a ton. And this time, my mom decided – my mom, of all people, decided to bring Cards Against Humanity. Me, and just, like, mind you, I'm the youngest oh, one. I'm, I'm 30 years old. And, you know, everyone else is, like – you know, the, the couple that we're visiting is, like, in their late 60s, early 70s. And, and like, everyone's older. <laughs> and so oh, no. there wasn't necessarily a specific moment, but we were, like – all very, very drunk, very, very full, playing Cards Against Humanity until two in the morning. We went through the whole entire pack, and it was really? so much fun. Yes. Oh, good. Oh, my God. That's one of those things where you're like, oh, God, this has a bad ending. Oh, no. Oh, good. No, it was so hilarious. I mean, that game is just like, it's so raunchy, and you just have to like lean into it and just be like, oh, this is... This is really the worst game ever because of how like <laughs> racist and homophobic and anti progression oh, of society some of these statements are, which is the whole point of the the, the game, mm-hmm. right? But um, mm-hmm. it just it leads to some very hilarious, um, awkward moments and un- and unawkward moments and just like a lot of just a lot of laughing. So that was that was my my favorite favorite time of the, of the Thanksgiving awesome. weekend. <laughs> That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was that great. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, seriously, overall, it was a really awesome holiday. Yeah. Um, 
I had a really good time. I'm so, so. happy to hear that. I hope you all yeah. had a very happy Thanksgiving, yeah. even though you're going to be listening to this like weeks after Thanksgiving. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I know. We'll, we'll get the timing done one day. <laughs> Maybe. Or, or who knows? We'll see. We'll just let it unfold as it as it's, as it does. <laughs> Not putting any expectation on it. Thank you so much for joining us, dear listeners. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. To learn more about the podcast and its creators, visit processofprogress.com. Connect on Instagram at process underscore of progress and on Facebook at process of progress podcast. If everything's yellow, you've found the right place. 